Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to GEMS Podcast. I am the founder and host, Miss Genesis Amaris Kemp, and with me in the hot seat is Bob Brum, and here's a bit about Bob. He's a professional award-winning speaker, author, and encouragement engineer, serving corporate, collegiate, sales, youth organizations, and individuals with encouraging keynotes on workshop presentations. Bob guides audiences to achieve personal and professional growth with positive encouragement and action plans that combat that negativity that inundates our daily lives. Bob is a top-selling author of eight books and has been a guest on internationally recognized media outlets regarding his encouraging positive perspective, action-oriented strategies. Bob also creates created his own podcast, the Encouragement Engineering Podcast, to reach out to listeners to combat the negativity that inundated our daily lives with a positive perspective and positive action. And who doesn't like action, right? His podcast was recently recognized as one of the top 10% of global listeners of over 2 million podcasts. That's incredible. (laughs) Thanks. So um, here's a little bit more about Bob, and then we're going to dive into our topic. So he has a background in accounting and business, over 25 years in the IT and telecommunication space, and he's also a husband and father of three boys. Bob can relate to many audiences through his personal and professional struggles and successes. And without further ado, please welcome Bob Brum to GEMS Podcast. Thanks, Genesis. I really appreciate it. Looking forward to our conversation. My pleasure, Bob. And before we dive into all things positivity, which is definitely the beat to your drums, let's start with either an icebreaker or you could choose the option to have a rapid fire game. Ooh, fun. Let's go with the rapid fire game. Okay. (laughs) You could play now in the beginning or we could do it at the end. What would you like? Let's do it now. (laughs) Okay, so question one, dream car. Dream car? I'd have to say, believe it or not, a Lamborghini. <gasps> Mine too. I want a, a black Lamborghini with a black interior. It has to be leather and blue neon lights because that's my favorite color. <laughs> they are leather. I had the chance to sit in one one time and they're like a cockpit seat. Everything is just within reach right around you. It's crazy. <laughs> that's amazing. Okay, two. You're going on a vacation anywhere around the world, but you may not make it back home. So where is that destination? Wow. May not make it back home. (laughs) (laughs) One way ticket, huh? I would say Torch Lake, Michigan. Okay. Why Michigan? I grew up there. I used to spend my summers up there. The winters are hard, but you know, the summers are beautiful. So, and the color of the water is amazing. Okay. Three favorite food anything that's edible (laughs) I I like to eat (laughs) or if you could have any superpower what would it be be able to fly 
Okay. I like to fly. I like to be able to just that idea of go where you want to go and not have to worry about traffic. That would be cool. <laughs> Five, you could have a conversation or lunch with anyone living or dead. Who would it be? That's, that's a big one. I would say Jesus. If you're going to go to a source, go to the one that started it all. Yes. <laughs> Six. If you could rec recreate your wedding day, is there anything you would change? I would let the ceremony last a little longer. <laughs> we got married. My wife and I looked at each other when we were done and it was done in about 20 minutes. We're like, what? All this planning for 20 minutes? <laughs> oh, man. Seven. Are you a coffee or tea lover? Or coffee. neither? Coffee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Eight. Okay. Oh, this is a good one. If you could be a fly on the wall and eavesdrop on any conversation, what would it be? <laughs> wow, that's an odd one. Um, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, I'm not big into other people's business, so I'm not sure I'd really want to be. I don't know. That's a good one. Okay. You got me stumped on that one. <laughs> okay. Well, let me give you another one then. All okay. Right. If you're in your car and no one's around and you have your music cranked up, what are you listening to? Most recently, Rod Stewart. Okay. His latest album. So, and that's whether, you know, people see me or not. So I have fun with it. <laughs> uh, nine. If you could go back into time and you're teleporting, would you recreate anything in your past? Um, in my past, yeah, I'd probably go back and not do some stupid things I did when I was younger. So, you know, you learn, um, unfortunately boys learn sometimes the hard way. So I would like to make sure I didn't do that and be a little more focused on things. Nice. And then Ted, so you could either pass or play, but here are the rules. If you play, I ask you one last question. If you pass, you can ask me a question you would like to know about me. Let's play. Ooh, okay. <laughs> so you mentioned that you have three boys. Did you ever want a little girl? Well, <laughs> we tried. When the third one came out, a boy, we're like, okay, that's good. We're, we're, we're done. We're blessed. So <laughs> it is what it is. God gave us the hand he gave us and, you know, my wife's very happy with the boys. Matter of fact, today is my oldest birthday. So ah, happy yeah, birthday to your oldest. Yeah, he's 25. Oh, I would not have imagined <laughs> you to say 25. Yeah. So, yeah. so I have him by five years, five years. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so let's jump into um, you being a all around positive guy. Has it always been that positivity for you or is it just something that you grew to love and acquire after just going through life's challenges? It's definitely something I learned and grew into after learning life's challenges. And I got those challenges when I was very young, um, lost my mother when I was six years old to cancer. Uh, that same year, lost my grandmother, then my grandfather on Christmas day. Um, that continued to occur in my life because I was I was the youngest child of a, of a family. My dad was 47 when I was born. So I had a lot of older relatives and you saw those life events 
And I realized as I got older, you know, this was occurring and it was part of life. And that's when I realized, okay, there's got to be a better way to get through this because it is hard. But I realized the benefit of that growth and focusing on positivity, focusing on a, a better way to look at things because that helped get through anything. Um, you can't dwell on what occurs. Um, you know, once it's done, it's in the books and you can't turn it around necessarily. You can change your direction if you don't like where you are, though. So there's a hope in anything we do. No, there's there's a hope that we have greatness within us, that we can grow from any situation, that we can get stronger and we can share experiences with people. And I think that's where people need to focus is that outward help to help others. And that's where we grow. That's where we grow as individuals. And that's where we grow as a society and a community as well. Thank you for sharing that, Bob. And, you know, it's hard when anyone loses a parent. I recently lost my dad. We're coming up on two years. It'll be two years this November, um, right before Thanksgiving. So the day yeah, before wow. Thanksgiving, um, he passed and it was very sudden. And it's hard because I, I tell people, you don't understand what it's like to lose a parent until you're actually in that um, thick of it. Yeah. But I like that you had a different perspective and you said you know what you could like learn and grow from it because it takes people a long time to kind of switch from that negativity into the positive because they feel like life is happening to them but in actuality life happens not only just to us but it happens for us and it's our perspectives and it's how we react to certain situations that we go through that is what gives us the stability in my opinion yeah that that if you will react, I, I think of it as respond, because I think it, when we respond to a situation, we get the chance to think about it a little more. We get to learn a little bit you know, more about it. Um, and that allows us to grow. And yeah, I know things are hard when you lose anybody in your life. It's, it's hard. And, you know, that's a guarantee in life is death and taxes. <laughs> They're gonna, it's going to happen. Okay. And to us all, uh, none of us are here permanently, but the reality is while we're here, make the best of it. And that means, okay, we, we can, as my aunt told me after my father passed away, you know, you can never take away what he put in your heart. Yeah. And that's something that you can always carry with you as a memory of that person, that love that person gave you. And that's what keeps you going. That's what makes you stronger is sharing that, growing that love and, and sharing that with others so that they can experience it too. I think that's important. Absolutely. I always like to say it's the tests that turn into the testimonies or those testaments for us. And I like the fact that you said it's it's comical, but it's really not. But yeah. you're like death and taxes. I've never heard someone say it like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, they're always there. Death, taxes, and change. Oh. Yeah. So with um, what coined you being the encouragement engineer? Because you never see encouragement in front of the engineer. You always see, oh, I'm a civil, I'm a yeah. I'm a PE, I, I mean, I'm a civil, I'm an electrical, yeah. or whatever the case is. But then yours is like, oh, I'm an EE. And people are like, what's an EE? Yeah. Not an electrical engineer. Electrical engineer, no. No, it's interesting you, you say that because that's what I wanted to do when I was going into college. I wanted to be a constructional engineering major. And I went to the school that had mechanical engineers, civil engineers, and, you know, they all use the number, number 0.9 pencils, a 0.7, 0.5 pencils and all that. And I did too. Um, but the physics killed me. And so I had to switch my major to business. And that's how I got into the tax and the accounting. And, and then I got into the IT field. And that's, 
what I see is the idea that you think of engineering and it's putting things together to see how they work or function together. Well, when we look at that in the, if you will, the people sense, we're all people and we all need to work together. And sometimes that gets overlooked in environments. And I help people to see the value of the people of, that are doing the work for them. So I'll talk to corporate organizations and help them to realize the value of that positivity in life, that encouragement, because you can't make somebody be motivated, as Zig Ziglar would always say, but encouragement offers that little bit of look of just turning a little bit to the right, a little bit to the left, and what about that? Because so many times we get you know, buried in what we're doing, and we're so focused. Like you said, you, things happen to us, and we'll get buried in the negative. Oh, this is just how it is. Okay, but you can go outside and you can breathe. You're on the green side of the grass. You know, you can see the sunlight. You can walk around. Um, you woke up this morning. There's all kinds of things to be thankful for. And I think that's important to help people to see that as well. See that thankfulness, being that gratitude that, it's, that can be integrated into your life to see a better perspective of what goes on. Absolutely. And I always like to say having an attitude of gratitude is going to help shape and mold your trajectory because you start to see things in a different lens and you have a new perspective, a new vantage point. And how you start to see and perceive things are going to help you walk into those things and make sure those things are coming into your life because you're saying no to the negativity and you're really tapping into that lane of optimism and just really becoming and just being just so grateful because there's so many things that we could be thankful for, especially if you woke up and your feet hit the ground today because there's someone who may not be able to walk, there's someone who did not wake up to see another day, or there's someone that is fighting for their life, you know, trying to kick cancer's butt. And I would say a double snakes, but (laughs) cancer is like one of my, um, soft spots because I currently have a cousin who's battling cancer Mm. and um, I also had an aunt who passed of leukemia and I was like I don't understand why there's not a cure for cancer yet but there's a cure for everything else and it's kind of hard because everyone who goes through their cancer journey battles battles with it differently and there's different types of it but then whenever you lose someone it's like okay I lost that person but how can I continue their legacy and how can I be an advocate to now help other people who are going through that same form of cancer and I think that's a part of positivity and just taking you know the negative but then turning on that positivity switch and that's it's a great point because when you you talk about the fight cancer patients go through it is hard it's horrendous And some people just have a great attitude about it saying, you know, I'm either going to, you know, knock this out or I'm not going to be afraid of the, the alternative. And I think that's important to realize too. We, we have a choice. We can accept what's coming, you know, our way and just understanding that the value of a smile or looking at something just a little bit differently in a positive manner really helps. It's not Pollyanna. It does make a difference in our lives. And I think that's where people need to really grasp that idea that positivity does work in our life. Yeah, and let's shift gears into the mindset because I feel like there are people who have limiting beliefs and they're struggling with their mindsets because maybe they're battling IS, imposter syndrome. They're listening to, you know, that intrinsic voice inside of them that's constantly on repeat and replaying the negativity that people have spoken about them and over their lives. And 
if you never take time to deprogram your internal um, system and wipe that hardware clean, then you aren't really conditioning yourself where your mind, your mind is going to be fruitful. So what are some of the things that you do to help your clients with their mindset? What I look at is I help them to, to understand the value they have. We all have a great value given to us by our creator. And I think that's important to realize and be reminded of. And what happens is, like you just said, it's, you know, that constant mess that goes on in our world. You go outside that door and you're getting dumped on constantly by negative news, gossip, fear mongering, whatever. First of all, press that big red button on that remote control that might be in your living room. You know, shut it off. You don't need to listen to that garbage because that's they base it off of fear. Positivity, encouragement, they may be on the, you know, the um, greeting card or whatever, the Hallmark channel or whatever. But maybe watch those more often. Watch comedies more often. Things that make you laugh, make you feel good. That idea of, you know, you got to wash off that negativity that's in our life. And that's important. And it's got to be constant. It's something that will not, you, you can't just do it once and think, oh, okay, I'm good. No, because tomorrow, guess what? It's coming back. And the next day, it's coming back. And the next day, in the next hour, you know, we can have a great morning and do all this stuff. And we get a phone call and the whole day changes. What are you doing to prepare for that? Are you ready for that? And I think the, another key thing is when you mentioned when people say negative things about you, know your value, know your greatness, forget what the others are saying about you. If, if you believe in yourself strong enough, because our creator gave us that greatness and you reread those words, you reread those, those sermons, those passages, whatever it may be, that builds your strength. So you don't have to pay attention to that. I think that's critical in our society today is knowing the value that we personally have. We don't have to listen to everybody else's mess and take that onto ourselves. Be the value of yourself. Know the value in yourself. Know that you are great. Know that you have awesomeness within you and that you can do great things in this world. Yes, when you know who and whose you are, your destiny is brighter and you're walking out that golden experience. And in order to really tap into that mindset, we have to have actions. So what are some actions that we can challenge the listeners? Because I don't want someone to just listen to this um, segment, get pumped up and feel good, but I want them to actually take actions in order so they could have this on a daily basis where they're tapping into positivity and scrubbing away the old program because it's going to take work. It's not going to happen overnight. Just like you said, Bob. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's definitely not something that happens overnight. Um, A couple of things that I I always talk to people about is one, write your, I write out your ideal day. And I mean, write it out to get a piece of paper and a pen. I know that's crazy, but you know, here's a pen, get some paper and actually write it down. There you go. Physical paper and pen, write out your ideal day, your ideal, how that's going to smell, how it's going to look, how you're going to feel, the confidence you have, what you ate that makes you feel so good, who you're with, write that ideal scenario out. And then what you want to do is the other thing is, for instance, because, okay, we'll, we'll do this. We think about it. You got to slow down and take the time to do that first. But the other thing is when we start getting going on our day, what do we do? We get in the car, we throw on the news, we get in the traffic jams, we hear on the news, the traffic jams we're already in. So, you know, it's a cyclical thing. Put on that, like we talked about the music we're listening to, put on that music that you love, that you're slamming on the steering wheel like you're 18, you're just jamming away and don't care what people think, even if you're sitting in traffic. 
put something on that enlightens you, whether it's a audio book, an audio comedy series, whatever it may be, but listen to things that enlighten you, that make you feel good. It could be music. It could be audio books. It could be, you know, whatever it may be, but, you know, stay away from the, the doldrums of the, the, news and the networks like that it doesn't mean you have to not be updated you can read a summary and get the clips for the day if you will but do things that make you feel good and like i said music working out is another one get your body moving okay your body is you we, we have one body we can't just go down to the parts store and get another part so take care of that. And when you take care of that, you're going to realize how good you feel because you got energy, you got vitality, you're moving, you're feeling good, you're looking good. You know, you have that confidence. And that starts at that invigoration in your movement and in your body and in your mind so that you come into rooms with confidence. And that helps you to, you know, overcome fear of talking to different groups perhaps you may have or people you don't know you're going to feel confident so then you can overcome that idea so there's things like that, that you can start to do and you do it on a constant basis uh, i mentioned a previous one go out take the time every once in a while and go outside and enjoy the sunshine living in florida we have the option of sunshine a lot so we can go out there and see the greenery see the um the, the birds flying and hear that Although in the summer it gets pretty hot, but I still do it just because it's, you know, it gets you out of that dull gray drab office. If you're in an office and you get outside and you see the nature and what God has given you. Yeah, those are amazing tips. And I'm just going to add to that, Bob, and say, be mindful of who you're surrounding uh, yourself with. Yes. Where are you spending the majority of your time? Are those individuals adding value to you? Or are they making you um, feel like you're deval de devaluing yourself? Um, are they edifying you? Um, whatever you're doing, is it, are you, no, whatever you're doing, is it adding value to you? Or is it taking away? It should always be edifying you. And you should always be challenging yourself to rise up to higher energy, higher vibration, and really be in one with yourself. And I tell people, once you could get the vertical relationship right, which is the relationship with your creator, then the horizontal relationships will align up accordingly. And then just making sure if you're stuck and you're having mindset issues and you need to hack those mindsets, talk to a therapist, um, find a life coach, talk to a trusted um, friend or find that paid professional that can help you walk through that so you could unlock that blockage and just really be in a place that is liberating, that is free, and that is going to make you feel good because we only have one life here on earth. And I really want to make sure you are tapping into your full purpose so many people don't understand what their purpose is they don't know what their mission is until it's too late and there's one song that always like comes up into memory for me is like people take life for granted until you're walking by the casket you yeah. take life for granted until you're sitting or laying in the hospital bed you take life for granted when you're on your knees praying for hope but there's no hope in sight because you didn't do what you were supposed to do. And then the lyrics go on and on and it's so profound because it's so true. Right. Yeah. I, I had a job uh, when I was younger in a cemetery and oh, wow. it really brings, yeah, it brings to light the idea that, you know, 
there's a lot of people that maybe missed, you know, you never see the idea of, I wish I spent more time at work or I wish I spent less time with my family, you know, no, they want more time with the family and to be able to, like you said, share your greatness with the world, no matter what it is, start, take the step and start something, start whatever it is you're feeling from your heart. Whenever you do something from your heart and your head, it's going to go because you got that love and the mindset behind it. You can, you can make it happen. And that's, that's an opportunity. You don't want to take it to the grave with you, you know, enjoy what you have, share what you have, share that greatness with the world. Yeah. And speaking of the grave and the cemetery, this is going to sound morbid, y'all, but this is going to be an exercise that challenged you. So when I'm working with some of my clients um, in the visionary coaching space, I challenge them to write out their obituary, because if you start with the end in mind and you reverse engineer it, then you could start taking actions today that is going to help you navigate to your future because you are controlling your own destiny versus allowing destiny to control you. So that's one um, challenge that I want to leave the listeners and viewers with. Do you have a challenge, Bob, for them? Because it's all about learning and growing. It is definitely about learning and growing and I, it, stay positive with whatever it is you want to do. It's going to be hard. Okay. That's a fact. We, because the thing is, it's going to be hard because we don't know the next step. We want to see the whole staircase before we take the step. Just take that next step and learn and grow and then take that next step and learn and grow. Do not fear what you don't know. Half the fun sometimes is, is getting out there and doing something. You know, when you didn't, when you were dating, if you didn't ask that question of, do you want to go out? You never knew what you would have missed because you didn't know. Okay. And if the answer is no, okay, that's two letters. Are you afraid of two letters? Come on. We're better than that. Go after what you want. Know that you have greatness within you. Know that you can overcome whatever adversity comes your way. We know we can challenge it. We know we can get through it. We got to keep our mindset set on positivity. So I, I ask people that is go after your goal with a positive mindset. And that takes action. Again, take each step, learn, grow, contact those, like you said, that can help you professionally, um, coworkers, uh, other people that may have done it. A lot of people have done what you want to do before you ask how they did it and then modify what you do. So go for it. You can do it. Woo. You can do it. Like Nike <laughs> says, just yeah. do it. Um, so now we're into our call to action segment, and this is going to be another personal stance for you listeners and viewers, but it's going to come from Bob, who is the encouragement engineer. So Bob, what do you want the listeners and viewers to do once they hear this segment and all the positivity gems we've dropped? I'll ask that you continue it on a daily basis take your daily bath of positivity and keep it with you. That means, you know, read some positive notes in the morning, some positive uh, passages, some Bible verses, whatever it may be for you. Do it during the afternoon as well, because it's going to get washed away. And then continue it again at night. Write down three things you're thankful for every day, whether that's in the morning or in the evening. Be thankful. Show the gratitude you have for your daily life and what you do and what you've done. That's a great way to bookend the day is write some things you're grateful for in the morning, write some things you're grateful for in the evening and see how it is. Watch it over time, how it grows and see what that, you know, that growth is, see that change. And you'll start to see how you can go after and achieve the things you want because you have gratitude in your mind. You have a positive heart. You're not afraid of things you don't know. 
you'll see how the positivity mindset can help you. And that positive action enlightens you and gets your, the goals you want. So go after that. Try that today. Wow, that's another great challenge and homework assignment. And Bob, for those interested in working with you and connecting with you on a um, further and deeper level, level, please plug your website and where you primarily spend time on social media. Well, thanks, Genesis. My website is Bob Brum Speaks. That's B-O-B-B-R-U-M-M speaks.com or the encouragementengineer.com. That shows my wet, my podcast and all the episodes there. Um, it, it can catch me on LinkedIn as well, uh, Facebook, um, Instagram. I'm out on all the different channels. I have a daily one-minute motivation that goes out every day. Um, I'd like people to enjoy those. Check those out. Those are part of my podcast episodes as well as weekly interviews. Thank you so much, Bob. And then for your social handles, is it at Bob Brum or is it at the Encouragement Engineer? Or neither. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's at Bob Brum. Okay, awesome. So listeners and viewers, all of Bob's contact information will be in the show notes. I'll link everything. So there's no excuse for you not to tap in with the encouragement engineer. I also want you to subscribe and share this segment with those in your network. We are on 40 plus platforms. So there's a platform for you. And for those of you that are interested in video content, you'd like to really put a face to the name. You can find us on YouTube at Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp. And lastly, but not least, we are currently looking for brand sponsors. Space is limited and you can have your products and services heard right here where we are currently ranked in the top 3% globally out of 2.8 million podcasts per www.listennotes.com. So head on over to genesisamariskemp.net and hit that GEMS podcast tab to find out more information. Until next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Make sure you go do those two homework assignments. Write down your gratitude in the morning and at night and compare it and do your trends and then write down your own obituary and reverse engineer it so you could take actions and have you tapping into positivity 365 days. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Amaris Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcasts.